them, you know? And yeah. you told me, you don't need to escape from the pain. You need to go through and tell to yourself, in your inner self, what happened? What should I do? What did I do wrong? And, you know, and I want to talk more in details about that. You know, for example, also with the COVID, you know, with our family situation, maybe, you know, about my mother and, you know, my father that are more, uh, they have another age and maybe they're, you know, they have another vision with this COVID, you know, about all those, I think maybe it's also a good time to talk about that. So that's interesting. It And, and I understand the question. So let me tell you something. Yes. First. I am a dad, a married mm. person, which means that just being part of any family, mm -hmm. you have your normal amount of pain you go through. Mm. You know, mm. if you're, you're, you're a dad, your mom, your son, brother, mm -hmm. just the family dynamic, and especially when you are part of the those making decision, like being a dad, mm -hmm. the amount of responsibility that comes with that, mm -hmm. you know, um, that's one thing. Second, I'm an entrepreneur, mm -hmm. which means there is the pain of pushing something into the market, figuring out how things work and handling your mistakes, mm -hmm. you know? And mm -hmm. so that's a second source of pain that you could, you could say that I deal mm -hmm. with. And third, I invest, you know, I trade, I, I, I make, uh, investment decision both in uh, private companies and in public companies in the market and mm -hmm. you know and and you go through pain there a lot about you know um your mistakes mm -hmm. and uh being on the wrong side of the market mm -hmm. or also even when you're on the right side of the market how much pain can you endure for example, when you invest in a company or when you have a position before you actually change your mind or let what you think should happen play out, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. and, and I can tell you on those three levels, I don't want to get to another dimension that doesn't make sense for many people because just the fact that you're alive and trying to make sense of the world can be another source of pain. But let's forget about that one that is more broad. And let's focus mm -hmm. on those three that, that are yeah. enough, you know, in a human's life to, to deal with. It. You know, and, and I can tell you, I went through so much pain that that pushed me to a lot of understanding and research about mm -hmm. what is, what's the sense of going through pain, you know? Mm -hmm. and, uh, and what comes to my mind is a sentence that I read from that was attributed to the Buddha, mm -hmm. which says that pain is unavoidable, mm -hmm. but suffering is a choice. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. And 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 the, the thing is, suffering should be choice to suffer or not. What could be the better result from us then, for us? So it's like you cannot avoid pain. Yes. You cannot avoid mm -hmm. pain. Mm -hmm. But when that pain comes, you have choices to make. 
based on those choices, the pain can be transformed into something positive or you stay with the pain and it becomes suffering. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay? So if you're suffering based mm-hmm. on the Buddha, mm-hmm. it's because you choose to suffer. Because it's because you don't let go or you don't change a decision that the pain is telling you that you should change. Mm-hmm. Am I mm-hmm. making sense? Absolutely, 100%. So it took, me, it took me some time to get to that point. It's like, okay, so pain mm-hmm. is like a flashlight warning. Mm-hmm. You need to do something here. Okay? Mm-hmm. Pain is mm-hmm. like a, a warning. You need to do something here. Then, if you use that warning to do or not do the change, then becomes the suffering or not. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so the suffering is on you. Pain is life talking to you. Suffering is you <laughs> with you. You know, but maybe, you know, why? Because I think a lot of people would choose to, to suffer, you know? And, and I, I, I think that maybe those people that choose to suffer, may they are, that's like the easiest way, you know? Because also changing, you know? Like change your habit, change your inner self, change... Uh, the things that you did before, that could be also another pain, you know, because you knew, you know, only those things, how to, to go through, you know, and if you are in pain and you need to change, maybe to become, to have then a positive result, you know, maybe that's also another pain to change, you know what I mean? For example, for example, you know, let's imagine that I have, the company, you know, I want to build this platform. And for whatever reason, all of a sudden, I'm not convinced anymore 100% with the company. And I'm look, I, I have something other in my mind, for example, the stock market right now. And I said, okay, that's something more interesting. And I'm seeing that the stock market, it's something that I have more interest in building my platform for a reason I don't know. But at the same time, changing that your mind that maybe through the pain, why the, your platform didn't work, whatever reason, and at the same time, changing your mind that maybe your platform didn't work because maybe you're not able or you're not good enough or the, the, the market, and then make those change to do another thing, you know, that's another pain because you lost. The, your platform, you lost your be entrepreneur, you know, the, the nightlife. And then all of a sudden, you change another way and go, for example, right now through the market. And that com- comes, you know, like your, I don't know how we can say, l'orgullo. Uh, it sounds like you're losing money in the stock market. Whenever you lose <laughs> money in the stock market, bro, you think that you're the worst. I'm telling you. And when you make money, you think that you're a genius. But, yeah. but, but again, mm-hmm. again, mm-hmm. I, I, I get your point about what you're yes. talking about. I mean, you cannot avoid the pain of recognizing your mistakes. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. And that's what one of the thing about being an investor, either in private company or in the stock market, is mm-hmm. you have to be okay with mistakes. Mm-hmm. There's, no, there's no pride in this game. Mm-hmm. You understand? If you want pride, do not do 
Because whenever you do, you measure. Through pain is how you learn. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll tell you something. You, you, you mentioned something about being lazy, not wanting to do change. Okay, so mm-hmm. the only reason you make a change is because the pain forced you to. Because otherwise, you don't have the energy for that. Your energy is going to stay where you are. Mm-hmm. When the pain comes, the pain is supposed to give you the energy to make the change. That's the role of pain from my point of view. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You understand? When something is painful, what it's giving you is the energy so you can actually make the change that without pain, there's mm-hmm. no incentive to do it. Okay. So you think it needs the pain to make a change? In life, you need, in, 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 in the whole, let's be a little bit philosophical about it. You need energy to do things. Mm. Mm-hmm. You need energy. Mm-hmm. Me, pain is just one more source of energy. Now, it's not easy when you go through it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not easy. But the pain in my personal life, every painful situation I've been through have given me the energy to go to the root cause of mm-hmm. what brought me here to that painful situation. Mm-hmm. From that root cause, how can I do something to avoid it in the future? Mm-hmm. And if it wasn't for the pain, why would I stop? You always think you're right. You always think that you see things better than everyone else. Mm-hmm. I don't know if everybody is, is, is like me, but at least for me, when I move, it's because I trust my judgment. And the way I know I was wrong is because something painful happened. <laughs> and when that painful happens, it forces you to revise. Mm-hmm. And when you do revise because that painful situation is unbearable, you want out of it, then you need to use that energy. At least I've learned to use that energy to do very deep changes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You can never avoid pain because life is a struggle (laughs) that comes with pain. You cannot avoid pain. Now, suffering is something different. Suffering is being in a situation where you have no way out and you stay in it. That's a choice. But pain mm-hmm. is unavoidable. You know, that's what I understood from that from that sentence of the Buddha. And when did, did you understand this this quote from the Buddha? I saw that quote in 2013. I remember exactly. I was going to a jujitsu class for the first time. They say a guy that was very good at jujitsu. I went to his class mm-hmm. and I was going to a very painful situation in my life. You know, I, w- I had some business partners I, w- I wanted to change, but I was afraid of changing. Mm-hmm. You know, I was afraid of, 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 of moving and, and I was having nightmares. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, but I, I always do some martial arts and things like that. And I went to this place and I said, and he, he had written, uh, Pain is unavoidable, but suffering 
is a choice. And I say, who said that? Is it the Buddha? And then I spent some time trying to understand what the Buddha meant by that. Of mm -hmm. course, you can imagine, six months later, mm -hmm. I, I left my, <laughs> my partnership at the, the trading company where I was a partner and, and, and start working on, on other things that were, um, uh -huh. that I wanted to do. You know, and I didn't know if they, they... Yeah, so maybe if you didn't read this quote in 2013 when you went to the jiu-jitsu class, could you make this change after this month? No, the thing is, I've been through pain all my life. And I mm -hmm. think I'm not... It's not just me, everybody. Mm -hmm. you understand? I think, like I, like I said, everybody... Is going through pain. Through pain. Everybody, that's exactly how life works. You know, some people may be lying or not telling you how much pain they have to endure. Uh, you said that you, we cannot escape from pain and that every, pay, per, every person is going through pain, you know. Then to suffer, it's your choice, you know, to yes. suffer or to make a change, right? Yeah. When is the, I mean, the, the thing that I want to, to understand personally, when is the point that you say, okay, I need to make this change? I need to make the change, exactly. And I think that's personal. Let's say you're going in one direction. Yes. You hit a brick wall. Mm -hmm. And that wall is pushing you back. It's creating mm -hmm. some pain. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You can continue pushing. You get to a breaking point mm -hmm. where you cannot tolerate the pain anymore. Mm -hmm. And then that's when you say, you know what? I need to do something about it. Mm -hmm. I think everybody has their breaking point of pain. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, what is suffering? Suffering is I stay with the pain so long that I think it's normal. And it becomes part of my life until it breaks you out. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I think every painful situation or every crisis, mm -hmm. which is again, a painful situation, is where you find the energy to actually say, you know what, maybe there's something different that I need to look at to make that pain stop. Mm -hmm. You understand? Mm -hmm. You want mm -hmm. to talk about the stock market. I'll tell you something. Usually, if you make a bad investment in the stock market, yeah, you lose money. Most mm -hmm. likely, your next decision will do something stupid to add more pain. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and 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 I've seen it so many times and learned about it. It's a it's a known behavior. That's why you try to build algorithms that avoid mm -hmm. those type of behavior. Because what is the pain of making a bad investment? It's the pain of recognizing that I made a mistake. Now, mm -hmm. before you, because you don't want to make a mistake, you think you mm -hmm. cannot make a mistake. What you would do, you would do another decision, another investment mm -hmm. with the same bad reasoning just to prove that you were right. Mm. You will lose money again. Okay. Because the pain you're going through is the pain of recognizing I didn't know what I was doing or my reading of the situation was wrong. Mm. Now, if you pause and you try to go to the process, what 
did I do wrong? Why did I lose money? What can I learn? Mm -hmm. That's oh, a painful process. But the, the thing is, you know, I'm just starting right now with market and I'm, I'm really, really the very beginning, you know. The thing is, I mean, you cannot be 100% sure in the stock market, you know. The, the, I'll tell you something. You can never be 100% sure, but I can assure you, do not short. Mm -hmm. Don't go short. It's worse. <laughs> short means, you know, when, when it's a bearish market, you, right? Exactly. You know why? Yeah. Because no. the way market works, mm -hmm. you have central banks, yes, governments, mm -hmm. and the CEOs and the investment bankers, all of them pushing and doing propaganda and giving money for things to go up. Yes, but all of a sudden they will go down, maybe. Yes, but when you look at things go down, things go up 20 years, they go down six months so from a probability point of view you have to be really 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 sure mm -hmm. when you want to bet on the downside mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because the whole system is built to avoid crisis because everybody wants things to push up a bullish market right exactly now there are situations where those forces cannot mm -hmm. continue but they're usually limited in time like for example from march till august exactly maybe. exactly and and nothing said that we're that we're not heading towards something another crash or not you you cannot really anticipate those things because if you ask me the conditions are there for a very big crash okay mm -hmm. why if sorry if of course, I can tell you because we are we are at a very point where all the companies have too much debt. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. most companies have too much debt, and because they have too much debt, the only reason they were able to function is because they were allowed to keep taking more debt very cheap. Mm -hmm. And then use debt to pay debt. You understand? Mm -hmm. They use debt to like pay debt. They use eh? <laughs> exactly. But, you know, mm -hmm. um, it's like you, you call that. It, it depends who you talk to, uh, but it seems if you do it in a company, it's legal. But if you do it um, from Madoff, it's a Ponzi scheme. You know, Madoff was using people's money to pay other people. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> You know, but maybe that, that's that's not the, the part right now. We can discuss I know, another I know, time. But, I, but, I, but I'm trying to. Yeah, but but that's that, that's right that's because you concept. know, people losing jobs, companies are going to close, and the market is going up and very quickly. You know? No, 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 no. Let's let's go clear about why market going up. This is not. I'm what I'm explaining is not why the market is going up. The market is going up for another reason. I'm explaining why the market may go down. So I was talking about why the market may go down, not why it's going up. Yes. The reason the market may go down is because we have a bunch of the whole system is over leveraged. Mm -hmm. There's too much debt that can be sustained. And what COVID did was put a lot of companies in problem with cash flows or put their put the whole economy uh, problem with cash flow. 
you know, because those companies were using debt to pay debt. Mm -hmm. But the reason they were able to do that is because they were able to show that they have a very, at least a very little small cash flow. Mm -hmm. So when that cash flow goes down, all the debt triggers that you need to pay that debt that you cannot pay. And then you have a solvency problem. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So this is still pending. This is still something that can happen, mm -hmm. but it doesn't mean it will happen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. But never know that, right? Sorry. You, you will never know that exactly if it will well, happen or not. This, this has been the case since 2018. That is pretty clear that we're, we're close to a collapse. Mm -hmm. And The Fed understood that when they were trying to raise interest rate and then they realized they were raising it too fast mm -hmm. and they had to start going slower since mm -hmm. the Q4 of 2018. But again, the conditions are there mm -hmm. for a very sharp decline, but that doesn't mean it will happen. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. Because right now what you have is something that never happened before is all the central bankers mm -hmm. and all government Mm -hmm. understanding that this is a pandemic, this is something really big that we need to deal with and mm -hmm. willing to put a lot of money behind markets. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. So because they're putting a lot of money behind markets, mm -hmm. fiat currency is losing value. I mean, the dollar is losing value and the dollar is losing value faster than the other currencies, but all the currencies in the world are losing value against hard asset, against gold, against silver, even mm -hmm. against Bitcoin, against stocks. Mm -hmm. And stocks are going up because they have to reflect, because stocks are denominated in dollars, if the mm -hmm. dollar is worth less, so the stock has to be worth more. The same way gold is going up, the same way precious metal, the same way Bitcoin is going up. It's like what you have right now is more explained by currency losing value mm -hmm. and stock market gaining value there you go mm -hmm. okay so everything that is denominated in currency mm -hmm. up this is called inflation inflation yeah okay But the thing is, right now, in the short term, the biggest risk is still deflation. It's not inflation yet. Mm -hmm. Biggest risk is you get into a collapse. You get into what's happening right now. People are scared. They're not spending as mm -hmm. freely as they used to. People are, are hoarding their cash. They're afraid. You know, household mm -hmm. people like you, like me, we spend less. I do spend less. You pay your credit card. You do a bunch of things just mm -hmm. because you don't know what's going to happen. So that generates a, a a, a, a risk in the economy of deflation exactly because the products are there but the people don't do not spend money exactly. so because that is the major risk mm -hmm. okay because that is the major risk. so what are central bankers supposed to do they're supposed to throw money to incentivize you to spend to say everything is going to be okay look the stock market is going up go and spend money because if they don't do that what you have is a deflation and and you have a bigger crisis coming So that's why I think they will keep doing whatever they can and should mm -hmm. to keep, you know, us, the whole global economy to pass that very hard time we're going through. Mm -hmm. Now, one of the consequences of that, it's reflected in asset price going up. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. because you you put so much money, money. Mm-hmm. that the money loses value against hard assets. Okay. But if we have a problem right now, is that they're not putting enough money. It depends who you talk to. Mm-hmm. You know, some people are saying no, we should we shouldn't. I mean, I I, I fall I fall into the pragmatism mm-hmm. part. I think it's pragmatism. Maybe it's not pragmatism, but it's like, you know, you need to keep the machine going. You need to keep the machine going because there are bigger consequences. I understand asset bubble is an issue, mm-hmm. but how do you know it's a bubble yet? So, so what do you mean when you say you need to keep the machine going? I mean, exactly. You need to keep giving people who didn't have a job, you need to keep putting money in the economy. Mm-hmm. You need to be buying bonds to keep interest rate low because mm-hmm. there is a difference between real interest rate and nominal interest rate, okay? So when mm-hmm. you have deflation, mm-hmm. when the economy is going down, mm-hmm. like in Europe, interest rates are negative. Because people actually, they hoard money so much mm-hmm. that you don't want money anymore. Money becomes negative. People, m- there's no value to money. Mm-hmm. You know? If you look at Europe, there's most people that have money, they're not investing. They're, they're holding to their cash. They don't know. Because, because they're afraid. Exactly. So when that happens, Money goes up in quantity, so it has value. Mm-hmm. A bunch of money has left value, so interest rate goes negative. Because I have to put negative interest rate to tell you, take your money. I don't want it. Because if you give it to me, I don't have opportunities. Mm-hmm. 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 You solve that is very difficult in the economy. Japan went 30 years before, and they're still, you know, tough to solve that. Mm-hmm. Because when people do not want to use the money, they don't want, want to take risk. You have deflation. It's pretty hard to get out of deflation. So how do you solve deflation? You solve deflation by generating an inflation. Mm-hmm. That, 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 that has something to also be give the people security, you know, that you can invest money. Right. Here you go. So it's, it's a very complicated balance because most of the time people do not spend money, not because they don't have money. That's one condition. The second condition is because they don't have trust in the system. Exactly. The uncertainty, right? Exactly. Uncertainty. So you need to solve those two things. But the way you solve uncertainty mm-hmm. is because things have been good for so long that the mind starts trusting again. Mm-hmm. So the way you do that is by putting so much money in the system that the stock market goes up for one year and a half. Then and then thing again. Exactly. Because if they see that the market is going up and then after two months, maybe it's going down again. They said, wait a minute. Oh, there's exactly. a problem. That's a problem because maybe if I invest my money in three months, will happen the same what happened what happened around. So this is the dilemma mm-hmm. of decision makers. They need to keep things going up because you have pandemic, which is so it generates a fear so big mm-hmm. that you have give people something incentive so they can start saying, you know what, let me take some risk. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because otherwise, what you will have is a downward spiral of a deflationary mm-hmm. crisis that is really tough to get out of. Mm-hmm. Okay, but also, right, like you know, uh, you know, keep the machine going would be also pain. You know, we were talking about pain at the beginning. You know, 
that could be also a, a pain, maybe. I don't know. What, what, what there is pain on both sides. Mm-hmm. There is pain of both sides because there is a short-term pain, the long-term pain. The short-term pain right now is if this pandemia, we let it win from an economical point of view, we don't know how countries will handle it. You know, mm-hmm. people out of jobs. You need, to, you need to provide a safety net. Mm-hmm. You cannot say, oh, let it work by itself, which is some people think so. They say, you know what? We need to go through that pain. Mm-hmm. Let it work by itself. And, and that would be everything okay. Will, I, 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 I don't think so. Why? Because this is really deep. Mm-hmm. Some people say it's unavoidable. Okay, but as a decision maker, it's like, as a decision maker, you need to do whatever you can do to make the pain the least as possible because there are some pain you go through you may not come back and as a decision maker you cannot take that risk mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. now we can all argue how did we get to that point mm-hmm. because we made a bunch of mistakes before but it's not the time to solve them right now because right now you need to attend the crisis when you solve the crisis then will come the another thing you need to afford to confront is how did we get there? Can we change it? Which I don't think we will. I don't mm-hmm. think we will. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like I just think. You know. Sorry. Like in 2008, with you know, with the real estate and the mortgages and everything, and then all of a sudden, two years later, was still the same. You know. Well, but this is deeper than 2008. You know, 2008, you had one asset class bubble, mm-hmm. which was real estate bubble, and because of all those asset classes were in banks' balance sheet and the financial system, it ended up being a financial crisis that didn't affect the economy. Mm-hmm. But it was a very specific issue. It was an asset bubble in real estate in the United States. And you think this one is more broad, like worldwide? This For- is a global crisis of all. Mm-hmm. This is not, an, this, is, this didn't start as some guys speculating on the stock, on, 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 on real estate. This is, you have a virus that creates two things, fear in the mind of people Mm -hmm. and economic lockdown. So fear in the mind of people that they're not spending. Mm -hmm. And And then you have economic lockdown that creates no income for companies and people losing their jobs. Mm -hmm. And it's global. It's not in one country. It's global. And there are certain... There are certain companies that suffer more and some companies benefit from that. But even the, the companies that do benefit from them, mm-hmm. like the software company, the working from home type of mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I, I still think they, they, they will get affected if the whole global economy goes down. Their price will get affected somehow. Uh, also so, down. Mm-hmm. Exactly, because they have some, some slowdown that will show up. Now they're, now they're okay, but... They, But let's not go there. That's what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say is you cannot say as a policymaker, let this thing solve itself by itself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, every time you give money to the system, you're creating a problem because you will have to, at some point, to rebalance that money in the future. Maybe with higher taxes, maybe with so many other things. That's another another thing we'll have to deal with. But at that present moment, you cannot say, oh, let me see what happens. 
Mm-hmm. You understand? Because something might happen that you cannot come back from it. Very, very, very big. So what does that mean? Everybody wants market to go up. And they are putting money there. there. Okay. Gonna, I mean, if the cost is printing money, printing money. So hard assets, stocks, some stocks, not all of them, will will benefit from that. Mm-hmm. In the I mean, you, you said something very interesting before how we start the conversation for the stock market, like, you know, that when you do a mistake, maybe you will make another decision and it will be the same mistake. mistake. That's what we do. And uh, you said that you were like, you know, working on algorithms. Yes. To avoid the second mistake. Exactly. Right? So if I can ask you, if it's yes. not like too, you know, too deep, how would you solve this problem to not to make the second mistake. But you have to be more specific. Are you thinking about trading? Are you talking about, what are you talking about? About trading, for example. Yes, about trading. Okay. So I'll give you the typical mistake I make. Yes. Mm -hmm. The typical mistake you make is you make an investment. Mm -hmm. Those are very simple ones. Mm -hmm. You understand why a certain thing is cheap or why the thing is expensive. So you may bet that it's going up or it's going down. Mm-hmm. But then, just because you see it doesn't mean everybody sees it, it doesn't mean you're right. Mm-hmm. So you may think something is going up, you buy it, and then you stay too long with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, stay so long that you lost a bunch of money and at some point you should have said, you know what, I need to go out. This doesn't make sense. Or the other thing you can do, which is pretty smart, as a solution is you put a certain amount of money that if you lose it, you still can make another bet. Mm-hmm. That's a solution. Okay. Another solution is at some point you get an exit. So this is going against me. At some point I need to go out. That's another solution. Mm-hmm. So, and the algorithm will help you find out when to go out. One right? or two. I mean, because the thing is, when you're really convinced about something, you say, you know, this is so clear. Let me put all my money in it. And when you, once you put all your money in it, if it's going against you, you don't want to change because you say, no, I am right. I am right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you have, if you're building an algorithm, you may say, you know what? I'm talking about very basic things. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's, Okay, I make that bet. If it's not working at some point, I'm out. Or how much could I bet that even if I lose, I still can bet another bet. Mm-hmm. So those things, you could solve them yourself. But if you're building a whole portfolio, you can have automation help you make those decisions at a large scale mm-hmm. instead of doing them one by one. But you can do them as a trader. You know you know what? I have $100. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me $5. If I lose, I'm okay. I can bet another time. Because if I bet $5, when I win, I make $15. When I lose, I lose $5. You can bet I, three times. Yes. Okay? okay. Wow. But mm-hmm. that's not what we do. Usually what we do is, if you don't know about this trick, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, no. This is right. I put $100. Mm. Losing $50, you don't want to change. You say, I'll put $50 more. You, you take money somewhere else to put more. Mm-hmm. But you still make the same mistake. <laughs> because you need a reason to get in you need a reason to get out and those two reasons have to be very specific mm-hmm. 
Because if you don't know why you get in, you cannot know why you to get out. No, you you cannot know, you cannot test it. Okay. So there's always always a why behind. You need to know why you get in. Mm-hmm. But again, the thing about stock market, about financial markets, is you need to know what you're betting on. Are you betting on valuation or are you betting on movement? Mm-hmm. I'll give you an example. Yes. Let's say I'm in a bubble. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying we're in a bubble right now. I'm just saying, let's say I think mm-hmm. I'm in a bubble yes. and the price of the stock is at 100. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. And I know I'm in a bubble. So what should I do? Should I buy at 100 or should I sell? Should I short? Should I, should I bet that it's going up or should I bet that it's going down? And here goes the thing. Mm-hmm. If I'm a value investor, that means I look at at at, at balance sheet mm-hmm. to understand what's going on. I may say a hundred a hundred dollars is expensive, so I need to be betting it's going down. Mm-hmm. But in a bubble, it's going to five hundred. You'll lose money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, if I'm in a movement, mm-hmm. I'll bet it go from one hundred to five hundred, even if valuation doesn't say so. Okay, so there's those like those two type of things to measure. So you need to know why you get in and why you get out. Are you based on valuation? Are you based on stock market movement? And how do you know that your signals make sense? The signal is the reason you get in or the reason you get out. And mm-hmm. pain is part of that process. You cannot avoid pain. Like I was saying, as an investor, pain is part of understanding that process. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the yes. pain of making mistakes that you have to revise. You know what? I didn't get in for the reason. I didn't get out for the right reason. Wow. Okay. But what I'm saying is, mm-hmm. finish with it is like pain is unavoidable, but mm-hmm. suffering is a choice. Mm-hmm. And I think pain can be a good fuel. And in and my, and, and my personal life, I went through so much pain that I would prefer never to have gone through them. You mm-hmm. know? Because there's no there's no pleasure through it, but at least what I've tried to do is every time I went through pain is use that energy to do something at the root cause of why I got to that painful situation. To understand the reason why it happened. Exactly, and and try to make some changes based on that. Um, now, mm-hmm. I'm not betting on you know I'm solving all my problems, but at least from a bad situation which is painful, I try to get the best out of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which is at least, okay, let's use that energy to go to the deeper understanding of why I got there. So what I get from right now, you said pain, you cannot escape pain, but even if you wanted to escape pain, do not escape pain because pain, and if you are strong enough to understand the root of the of the reason why it happened, maybe then you can change and the next process you will do better maybe yes maybe not but at least you had the possibility to find or to looking for the the reason the root cause exactly okay Okay, my brother take care brother thank you very much bye 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 bye